0: Hey everybody, it's Seaver. Welcome to another edition of Classic Rockstar Interviews. In this episode, I speak with the lead singer of Kansas, Ronnie Platt. Now this conversation took place before the Kansas show on November 10th at the Genesee Theater in Waukegan was announced. Caught up with Ronnie for a phone conversation and, well, here's how it went. Seaver here, and uh, I'm speaking with the uh, the lead singer, keyboard player of uh, the multi-platinum band Kansas, Ronnie Platt. Ronnie, it is great to talk to you. Welcome to The Drive in your hometown of Chicago.
1: My hometown, and what a pleasure getting to talk to a guy I have listened to for years in the hometown of Chicago.
0: Kind words, Ronnie. I appreciate that. Now, um, to... Quote a Kansas song title: "You are the miracle out of nowhere," but you really aren't. You have a rich history fronting bands here. Let's um, let's refresh everybody's memory. You've uh, been playing your paying your dues for for, for many many years here in the uh, Chicago area. Oh my God,
1: <laughs> Steve! I actually started playing in bars around Chicagoland in '79. Wait a second, Steve. I need to grab for my geritol bottle right now. Uh,
0: Seventy nine. That's uh, you know that that was uh, that was my final year of high school. Um, I moved to Chicago in nineteen ninety one, and uh, you were uh, driving truck, as I recall, to uh, make ends meet between cover bands and whatnot.
1: Yeah, just p- played in in cover bands and uh, some real successful cover bands. uh, Actually, it actually started, I was in a band, Lazy, uh, named after the Deep Purple song, Lazy. Not that that we were lazy, (laughs) but just a big fan of uh, Deep Purple. We named our band Lazy. Uh, Two years in Lazy, then I I was in a, a Chicago band called Scraps for a while. Three years in a band called Drama that was all yes. We played all yes music. Uh, then I started uh, with with some friends of mine. I started the band Ara at and Ara we played with everyone around Chicagoland, from we opened up for Kansas I don't know how many times. Thirty eight special, Dennis DeYoung, the, the Paul Rogers, Survivor, Jim Peterick. I mean, we played really with everyone over the years.
0: Yeah, Jim you know, Peterick. It, he's it, a great friend the of the drive. Driving,
1: Oh, a great guy. What a great guy. He really is. Somebody ordered him some more purple.
0: So. <laughs> where does he shop for his clothes? Uh,
1: Where's he get his hairspray?
0: That's <laughs> what I want to know. Well, Kansas is playing the Genesee Theater on Friday, November 10th. Tickets are on sale for that show. That's a few months away. I know you, uh, you guys uh, have done the summer uh, festival circuit. Uh, I hope you guys have got some stuff going on between now and November.
1: Uh, no, we're actually going to vacation until then, really? So,
0: <laughs> I can't believe that
1: <laughs> not for a second. Our schedule is through the roof. uh just just we're really going around the globe uh going going to Europe in June, uh, gonna spend pretty much the month of July in europe and and just bringing Kansas over there, then coming back home and hitting it hard at home here and and of course, you know. Being a Chicago boy myself, can't wait, can't wait to play the Genesee.
0: It is going to be a great show. I was hoping that you'd get here between now and then, so we could see you outdoors. But uh, I'm definitely going to be there in uh, in uh, Waukegan for that show in November. I wouldn't miss it. Um, now, do you keep in touch with? Uh, did you have to, have you had a sit down with Steve Walsh since you uh, replaced him in Kansas? Do you, do you are you friends?
1: No, uh, no, I haven't talked to Steve since I've been in the band. But uh, you know, doing gigs and just knowing the guys over the years, I've talked to Steve from time to time. Uh, and, and just uh, how ironic—there's uh, there's more connection here than just one way. And uh, my band, Drama, uh, that was together in the late '80s. Uh, the, the drummer of Drama, his son. Became Phil Ehart's drum tech and has been for uh, more than a dozen years now. Uh, so th- there's always been a an interconnection there. So uh, just knowing the guys and uh, uh, talk to everyone, you know, over the years, you know, Carrie Livgren and, and Robbie, he comes out to shows every once in a while, and, you know, and and Dave Hope, <laughs> love yeah. Dave Hope, wow. Constantly keep you laughing. So the the the, the all the members of Kansas uh, past and present it it really is a big family.
0: Now you haven't mentioned the fact that you were in Shooting Star. I don't believe yet. So uh, take us back to the time when you were playing a gig with Shooting Star and off to the side. Who do you see?
1: Uh, Seaver, I, I never get tired of saying this. We were playing the Moon Dance Festival in, in Walker, Minnesota. And the lineup, the Thursday's lineup just Thursday was Shooting Star, Foghat, Kansas, Cheryl Crow, and Journey. That was the one. That was Thursday's lineup. Right. And the shoot you know, Shooting Shooting Star, we're up there doing our set, you know, and just having a good time. And I look over to the side of the stage, and I see. Phil Lehart Hart and Rich Williams watching our set. So, you know, of course I, you know, I'm a little star struck, you know, I've only idolized these guys my entire life, right. but, you know, new, know their music. I, I attribute the development of my voice from trying to emulate Steve for years and years. Uh, so I, I really think it's the, the, the show where they took notice of my singing and, uh, and just kind of kept me in their back pocket, I guess. Right. And then, when Steve announced his retirement, I I got in touch with Rich and so, boom, five days later, I was the lead singer of Kansas.
0: Do you think they were scouting you at the time? Did they have any inclination that Steve Walsh was gonna gonna retire, and they were scouting you?
1: I don't think so because I think I, I think Steve's retirement uh, uh, came a little abrupt. Okay. You know, and and even if it was uh, that abrupt, holy wow. I mean, the the guy sang his butt off for 40 years. 40 years singing this stuff. Do do you think he earned his retirement?
0: Indeed. He's on the.
1: I I, I mean, how how many people spend 40 years doing anything? So.
0: uh, He's on all the iconic songs. Every fan I've read about, either on Facebook or talking to on the streets, they all, almost without exception, have accepted you as the new lead singer of Kansas. That's got to make you feel pretty good.
1: It it, it really does. And, (laughs) Sue, I got to tell you the story. Uh, Before my first show, uh, I saw behind the music with sticks. Are you, are you familiar I with that I saw program?
0: it. I saw it. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and they're interviewing Lawrence, Lawrence Gowan, who, right. t- who took Dennis DeYoung's place, and he was saying he was in the band a year, and uh, the audience wasn't so friendly to him. <laughs> and I see this, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. I'm about to take over for Steve Walsh. What did I get myself? They are, they are going to hang me like a pork roast.
0: Right, <laughs> right. You know,
1: I was, it, it, you know, it, it gave me a little nervousness there, but uh, thank God, you know, the, the Kansas fans have accepted me, and I, you know. I'm pretty blown away him.
0: by it actually. And I know you're good. I know you're good. I know what happened between uh with, with, with Lawrence Gowan and Styx. So I kind of expected it to to happen to I think you might have as well. It didn't happen. The fans love you. Almost without exception. It is a great, great story. And congratulations yeah, to you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And and thanks to all the Kansas fans for, mm-hmm. for accepting me. Yeah. And I just you know, when I go out there, I pour my heart and soul into every note, and I I think the Kansas fans recognize that and appreciate
0: it. I was talking to one of my buddies uh, I grew up with uh, back in uh, Salt Lake City, and he go I told him I was going to interview you, and he goes, "Okay, was that is that the guy from the Miller Lite commercial in the uh, convenience store, uh, the karaoke dude?" And, I, and he was joking, of course. I said, <laughs> yeah. you, "You've seen that, I'm sure."
1: Um, I go on at eight. Catch my hat. <laughs> there you go. That's
0: that's that's the thing. Okay, so. Um, you're a Chicago guy, and I, I know you sang at uh, at Wrigley Field. Was it last summer or the summer before?
1: Summer before.
0: Okay, so we can't give you any credit for the uh, world championship then. Oh, yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you back this year, and then they'll uh, repeat. But uh, tell me how that went. Uh,
1: when you... as, if I, as if I haven't had enough surreal moments in my life, right? It was so funny that uh, – uh, friends of mine are season ticket holders for the Cubs, and my our, our two road managers, David Green and, and J.R. Reese, are just huge baseball fans. And we happen to have a day off, so I, I got tickets for a game and uh, for for Dave and J.R. and uh, Alien Ant Farm sang the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, and they're like why isn't Ronnie doing this? He's a, You know, he's a Chicago boy. And, right. You know, long story short, Jr. made some phone calls, calls me up today, hey, you want to sing the seventh inning stretch at, at, at Wrigley Field? I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> Sign me up now.
0: Now the person uh, who sings the seventh inning stretch also gets to throw out the first pitch. Is that is that correct?
1: Ex- exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So, you know, to throw out the first pitch and you know, sing seven main stretch. It was so funny. All my friends, you know, they're asking me, Oh my god, are you nervous about singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Are you nervous about singing in front of all those people? I'm like, Not nah, piece of cake, you know,
0: easy song,
1: take me out to the ball game, in easy sure. Now if, I was, now, if I was singing the national anthem, I'd be scared out of my wits,
0: you know, of course.
1: And <laughs> see, we're, that morning. I get a call from JR the morning of the game. I get a call from JR and he says, The Cubs front office just called me. The girl singing the national anthem can't make it.
0: Oh, no, you you did it. it.
1: Can you do it? (laughs) And all of a sudden, I I just freeze framed. I'm like, Are you kidding? How do you you say no to that? What an honor. How do you say no to it? But at the same time,
0: time. oh, my God. God. At the
1: same time, right there, I lost five pounds. Of
0: yeah, effort. yeah. I, you're you're <laughs> going. I, I got to download the lyrics. I can't forget. This is a song you it's, cannot blow. But oh, no! You, you, you don't. You, you don't, don't goof that up one up. National, you you do don't not. mess up
1: the national anthem. Uh, but you know, I I have sung it. Uh, uh, you know, only a couple of thousand times. Okay. So I, I did have an. But I got to tell you, what the strangest thing was is, you know, I walk out into the field, I got the microphone, and you know, I'm. A little nervous, and I start singing. And at the end of the first line, now remember, they're Wrigley Field. Right. I mean, it's sold out. There, what was there? 42,000 something people there? Uh huh. Well, and Seaver, I get to the end of the first line of the national anthem, and I hear silence talk about, and this is why I love the Cubs fans and Chicago fans, because they respect the national anthem. It was silence. The, ol- I, the only thing I heard was the wind going through the flags <laughs> out in the outfield. And it's it, st- it kind of freaked me out. I'm like, okay, there's 40,000 plus people here. And I hear the flags. I don't hear a vendor. I don't hear people talking. It was total respect. I love it. Chicago. Yeah.
0: yeah, I call you. It's not like it is over at the United center for the Blackhawks and uh, Jim Cornelison, uh, where it's just crazy, but that's a tradition in and of itself. Right. But
1: again, you know, that, that's, that's a different element. It sure is. And I've been, I've been to Hawks games and, uh, and you you can't help, but that, that's part of the, that, that's part of the song there at the yeah, Hawks game.
0: It's part of the tradition to uh, to, to, to to yell during the national anthem at a Hawks game. Um, let's get back to the tour that you are currently on and we'll bring you to Chicago on November 10th to the uh, Genesee Theater in Waukegan. Tickets are on sale. You are touring the uh, 40th anniversary of Left Overture and you're playing the entire album all the way through so many songs that we all know. Uh, of course, Carry On, Wayward Son, I guess there's a typo, no my, in <laughs> in that. But uh, The Wall, What's on My Mind, Miracles Out of Nowhere, and the one that I am uh, very excited to see performed live, Magnum Opus. I know there's not a lot of lyrics in that, so I assume that you will be uh, doing a lot of keyboard playing during that one.
1: It's it's actually the song that I get to catch my breath, and you... we do something a little special in that song. I'm not going to give it away. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Wow. Uh, Every song is just filled with uh, musical dynamics and intensity. Uh, But uh, Magnum Opus, what what a lot of fun that is.
0: It's a great, great song. And uh, we actually play it on our Deep Tracks channel on uh, our HD2 side, one of my favorites. All right, tell me about the fact that you had a shot at being in Foreigner. Is this true?
1: This is absolutely true. Uh, Back in 2004... uh, I had a, I, I put a cover band together that was a real short-lived uh, called Head Games, and we played a set of Journey, a set of Foreigner, and a set of Bon Jovi. And uh, my bass player, he handled the website, and he calls me one day and he said, "Hey, this guy contacted me, wanted to know if you would do some voiceover work, uh, some commercial work." And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, "You know, I do have this habit. I like mm-hmm. to eat. I like to earn." Got to work got to work. Uh, so I said, yeah, you know what? Hey, haven't give me a buzz. And so one day I'm, you know, in my truck driving, I get a phone call and I said, yeah, blah, blah, this is so-and-so, would you be willing to, you know? And, you know, I've had a lot of, a lot of people say, ah, come and do this for me. You know, I know this guy, I know that guy, you know? So, it's, you know, you can't help but get a little tarnished, you know, from some people promising you the world and, and turns out to be nothing. So I was a little skeptical, you know. But uh, he, you know, I'm talking to the guy, and he goes, "Look, I, I need to come clean with you." And, and he says, "My name is Jeff Jacobs. I'm the I'm the keyboard player. Ooh, I'm going going a little overtime here, seever That's uh, okay. That's okay. I'm, we... <laughs> the, uh, I'm the I'm the keyboard player for Foreigner, uh, and we're looking for a new singer. Would you come audition?" And I said. Absolutely. And I think the thing at that time is the only thing that was on my resume was cover band singer from Chicago. I wasn't in shooting star at that time, you know, and Kelly, Kelly Hansen had been in a signed band and had some record sales. And, you know, not to mention is a kick butt singer, you know, so I understand uh, my loss to Kelly. But I think things turned out pretty good.
0: They did for you indeed. KansasBand.com is the website that uh, we can find out all about you and the tour. Again, the uh, concert to uh, Kansas in concert Friday, November 10th, 2017, at the Genesee Theater. I want to meet you. I'm going to come back and say hi, Ronnie. I can't wait. Uh, it's Steve, been a real. I
1: want to meet you, man. I've only been listening to you for decades. Well,
0: well, thank you so much. Congratulations on being in Kansas. You sound great, and I can't wait to meet you. Uh, I'll be at the show. And it's been a pleasure talking to you today on the drive.
1: And hi to all my friends in Chicago. I'll see you soon.
0: All right. Ronnie Platt, thanks a lot, buddy. I'll talk to you.
1: Talk to you, Seaver. Pleasure.